Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. It sees you when you're sleeping. It knows when you're awake. Hell, it probably knows if you've been bad or good. And it doesn't make a damn bit of difference if you're good for goodness sake. I'm not talking about Santa Claus. I am talking about spirits. Talking about entities, ghosts that seem to be there. No matter what. No matter if you want them there or not, they are a presence. They make rooms feel heavy. They make some people feel uncomfortable. You feel watched constantly. You actually witness something watching you as well. It's just kind of a never-ending litany of not having privacy. Imagine that for a moment. No matter what, no matter how private a place you go to, the smallest sealed off room so you can just have a moment to yourself, it still is able to see you. Some people who are very sensitive to the paranormal are in this boat. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, something is watching. In our next story, we hear a a, a long story about someone's life from a very young age all the way into adulthood and discovering this fact that something is always watching. Take a listen. To begin with, this story, it's long. It happened in two different countries, but mainly in America. I was about 10 when I had my first encounter and was with my dad. My parents were divorced and my dad lived in another country, so it was a surprise to see him at my house. We lived next to a dog park that was mostly surrounded by city woods. Being a kid, I wanted to explore it, and I did, and I found a tree that all the neighborhood kids climbed on. Well, I wanted to show it to my dad and show him how high I could climb. We were walking down the path and could see it clearly in front of us. Now my dad is 6'2 and was about as tall as where the tree rested above the path. I could just duck under it comfortably. There were dead, brittle leaves everywhere that made a loud, crunching sound that you could hear from far away. As we were walking down the path, I looked at my dad and pointed at the tree. I looked back at the tree and then I saw a figure. We immediately stopped talking and moving and just stared at it. It was blurry like a memory. It was a boy with bright red hair, a red t-shirt, and the 80s theme, I think, pleated blue jeans and red converse. His back was turned to us and he was sitting on the tree. When we noticed it, we saw him push off the tree and we heard him land and run off. But the thing was, we didn't see him land or run, but we could clearly, under the tree, 
hear it. Plus, it's hard to miss a bright red t-shirt in the middle of the brown wood. That was my first encounter. My second at the same house was in my bedroom. I was at about the same age, 10 or 11. I don't remember how much I came about, but I think I was woken up by a presence. I don't laugh, but when I was fully awake, I realized my hands were floating. I know that sounds crazy and that I could have just been moving it in my sleep, but I felt someone's hands holding my own. I could see clearly enough in my room that no one was there with me, but I could obviously feel someone holding my hands and almost just lifting them up as if they were being raised into the air. They didn't seem to have any heat on them, but they were not cold either. They didn't seem to have any temperature either. They did not have any texture. They were just there. I tore my hands away and balled them under my back under the covers because I had no idea what was going on or what that was. The entity tried to take my hands back, but as soon as I was under the covers, it left me alone. It never touched me after that. Maybe there is something about the safety beneath the covers. My third encounter was when I was 14 at a new home, but the same country. My 14th birthday was on a Friday the 13th, so I joked around with my friends and told them that it was going to be a very unlucky year for me and other things like that. I'd spent the night at a, with a friend a day or two before my birthday. Then the following night, they spent it at my place. Her place is haunted, that much is certain, and she jokingly calls her ghost Jeffrey. A few weeks after my birthday, I noticed that my dresser drawers kept opening when I got home at the end of the day. It was only ever at the bottom drawer. I did a test to see if it was the angle at which it was set, but the first drawer to open was always the middle one, so it was not my drawers leaning. Eventually, I started to hear footsteps in my room. It was only in my room and only at night. I'd walk around, play with something that sounded like paper. My mother saw something once. She had just gotten home and was sitting on the couch and front of her, the fireplace, and beside her it was the tools to clean it with, the brush, fire iron, spade, and the other. She was just sitting on the couch when she noticed the fire iron started to swing slightly as if someone had nudged it. There was no draft, and it was only the middle one. She saw nothing other than that. One day I was looking through some of my things, and I found an old rosary that my dad had left behind. Thoughtlessly, I put it up on my board, not thinking what might happen. That night... The entity touched me. It kept touching my right foot, and it felt like it was stretching and moving it. It did not feel like it, I had any control over my foot, just like it was with my hands. Then it touched my hand and possibly my head because this was in the middle of the night, and I don't remember much of that part. What I do remember, though, is the dream. The entity was obviously aggravated and decided to punish me through this dream. In my dream, it went like this. I'm in my room, and my closet is wide open. I can tell the entity is there, revealing to me that it is where it likes to remain during the day. It was physically, emotionally, and maybe spiritually darker inside my closet. I was crying and trying to close the door to keep the thing out of my room and keep it contained. At one point, I was about to close it when the entity dug its claws into the back of me and pulled me away from the door. I screamed and ran to my mother, who was at the next room, and asked her to help or screamed at her. Not entirely sure. She said she couldn't help me, and that she was busy. So I ran back down to my room and tried to close it all over again. Then I woke up, and I could have sworn my back was tingling from the entity scratching in my dream, but I could not find anything. I put the rosary in the drawer in the morning. 
At one point during the entity's stay, it sat next to me. I instantly froze and did not move until I fell asleep. Another time it was walking around and kept bending over to look at my face. It would look at me for a few seconds and face around my room again. Eventually, though, I told my friend that had stayed the night that she brought the entity back to her house. She claims and still does that she's a Wiccan and used a spell to bring the entity back. Months later, though, I started to notice the signs again, but it felt different. Not human. Much darker, heavier, more powerful. I didn't know what it was or what it wanted or why it was there, but this time I did not provoke it. It lashed out at me without warning or reason. This entity did not touch me or anything, but it gave me the worst nightmare I had ever experienced, and I'm hard to scare. It imitated my cat in a form not in sound. She was not in my room that night. Anyway, the dream went like this. I was running down a hallway being chased by this new entity. I dived into a room at the end of it. My mind told me it was a cockpit of a plane, but it was too big to be one, even though there were instruments and buttons all around it past a pilot. I twisted around just as the entity, which was invisible, knocked over the first pilot. There was a double-wide bed next to me, so I jumped up on that where the other pilot was sleeping. All the blankets were on his side. I pushed up against the wall to try and get as far away as possible from the entity, but I could see the sheets ripple as it moved towards me. Then suddenly I had a new image. The bed and cockpit were gone. It was just the bottom half of a face. It was ashen gray with no lips and a bright, almost blood-red mouth. At this point, I was awake. My eyes were just closed. Before I opened them, I heard a voice right in my ear say, Hi, Rowan. I jumped up out of bed and raced out into the kitchen. I stayed in the kitchen watching my door until my mother came out. When she woke up, I told her everything. I even started crying, which takes a lot to do to make me cry. We hugged, and I could feel it watching me from my doorway. Personally, I believe it resided in my crawl space when I was not home because I could almost feel it rise and take the form while still invisible in my room. Throughout the day at my house, I could feel it watch me, but only when I could see my door. Its aura was so strong, I could feel it when I was telling my parents about it. I could tell when it was listening. I could tell when it was watching. But for some reason, it does not like my cats. My parents let my eldest cat sleep with me to comfort me, and ever since they did that, it seems to never reappear. I left for Christmas to go to my father's, and when I came back, it was gone, or so I thought. I've recently moved into my father's home in the UK and have a few siblings there that he had with my stepmother. My brother, who is seven, has Asperger's. He's a rare case because most autistic children work in logical ways, things like math and elements of that nature. My brother, though, is more creative. He likes to reenact movie scenes or make up his own when he plays with his toys so he could just have made this up, but I don't think so. I was home alone other than my stepmother and brother. My brother was downstairs, so my stepmother and I were upstairs. Suddenly, I heard my brother scream and race upstairs to his mother. He started telling his mother that I had stood in the doorway and went teetered to me the thing I thought I had left or that had disappeared at my mother's had only followed me. It was intimidating me to scare my brother. Another time I was babysitting and my two younger siblings were fast asleep. I was reading in bed when I heard a noise downstairs. I thought it was strange since if the intruder were in the house, my dog would bark like hell. She does if she sees quite almost anything, honestly. Anyway, I grabbed my father's baseball bat. I had a strange feeling, and I grabbed it in case my dog had been quieted forcefully and crept downstairs. 
I checked every corner and there was nothing. The study window was open, so I closed that. I went back upstairs, put the bat back where it belonged, and soon after, though, something got into the recycling. You could say it was an animal or the wind or something, but there was a brick on top of the bin, so it would make it difficult, if not impossible, for an animal to open it. I thought it was strange, but went back to bed. Soon after, though, I was trying to fall asleep when I heard footsteps. I listened to them for a time and thought it was weird because my dog should have been barking her head off. I heard something fall, and that was it. I grabbed the bat, stood in my doorway, started texting my parents, telling them I thought someone was in the house. It sounded like my father was in his shoes, tiptoeing around, but he was out with my stepmother. My dog was not barking, so only I must have heard it, but I was freaking out. You might say I imagined them, but the footsteps I imagine usually sound like they're walking on the carpet in my room when there's no other noise. These footsteps were downstairs on the tile. Plus, I called my parents and the footsteps did not go away. They only went when my father burst into the house to look for the culprit. I was stationed between my siblings' rooms at this point. Of course, they didn't find anything in the morning. I asked what had fallen on the ground and they told me nothing was found. I don't think they believed me. Weeks after that, my door, when my eldest brother, younger than me, came over to visit, my bedroom door started to open and close by itself. You can say it was the wind or whatever, but sometimes the window was closed, and besides, it never happened before. It would constantly open and close, and it only ever when I was in the room. A few times, I was taking a shower, and I heard a bang on the door. My brother, who's usually clueless, so it's no surprise, did not hear anything. My dad once heard one of those bangs. Nothing has happened in a while, but I think once my eldest brother goes, it is going to start up again. The strange thing is I'm the only one in this family who has this happened to them. My family has not had any experiences at all, not even when I was. Real Ghost Stories Online. Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcasts right now and try it for three days free. Ghostpodcast.com or Patreon.com slash Real Ghost Stories. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.